Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to begin our day together in prayer. This is Saturday, and we're in the second week of the Easter season. Easter is not just one day, it is a season made up of a week of weeks. This week, we began our reading of the Acts of the Apostles, and we are starting to learn what the Apostles did, filled with and led by the Holy Spirit in that time after Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father. As we make our way through the amazing first decades of the Church, please feel free to send me an email with any stories or insights or or questions that might arise. You can send them to me at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Acts, chapter 6. Around that time, as the number of disciples increased, the Hellenists raised a dispute with the Hebrews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called the whole crowd of disciples together. Listen, they said, it wouldn't be right for us to leave the word of God to wait on tables. So brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among yourselves who are well spoken of and filled with the spirit and wisdom. We will put them in charge of what needs to be done in this matter. We will continue to pay attention to prayer and to the ministry of the word. The whole gathering was pleased with what they said. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch. They presented them before the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. The word of God increased, and the number of disciples in Jerusalem grew by leaps and bounds. This includes a large crowd of priests who became obedient to the faith. Stephen was filled with grace and power and performed great signs and wonders among the people. But some of the Freemans' synagogue, as it was named, and from Cyrene, Alexandria, Cilicia, and Asia, stood up and disputed with Stephen. 
They could not, however, resist the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they put up men to say, We heard this man speaking blasphemous words against Moses and against God. They aroused the people, the elders and the scribes, and they set upon him, seized him, and took him in front of the assembly. They set up false witnesses to say, This man never stopped speaking words against this holy place in the law. We heard him say that this Jesus, the Nazarene, will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses handed down to us. Everyone who was sitting in the assembly looked hard at Stephen. They all saw that his face was like the face of an angel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Things are starting to change in the life of the young church. For the first time, we see a conflict emerge between the Hellenists and the Hebrews because the Hellenist widows have been overlooked in the daily food distribution. This leads to the creation of a group of deacons to oversee and care for the community, freeing the apostles up for prayer, teaching, and proclamation of God's word. We're starting to see some offices and leadership positions emerge to serve the community, especially as the number of believers grows as well. The church learns early on the importance of administration, and the apostles learn that the administrative demands of the community have the potential to take up all of their time. They have to delegate. It's probably worth noticing that Moses discovers something similar as the Israelites are making their way through the wilderness. If we are going to be the church, if we are going to be God's people and be church effectively, then the weight and the burden of leadership and service to the community must be shared among a number of gifted people set apart for special purposes and not just set on one person or one small group of people who are also having to do so many other things. At the same time, in this chapter and in the next chapter, we can see how someone who is called to serve, a deacon like Stephen, does more than actually just wait on tables. Even administrators in the church are called upon to confess and bear public witness to Jesus the Messiah. As we start this weekend... Take some time to notice all of the little things that have to be tended to in order to make a weekend of worship run smoothly. Then add to that the many ministries that this congregation and its people are involved in, and all that goes into serving others in our community and also in the world around us. There are probably many different ways that you yourself are contributing to the life and well-being of this community. There are, of course, as many different ways to serve as there are gifts and people. Thank you for all that you do. And like Stephen, continue to serve others in love and in power and in the wisdom of the Spirit. And don't be afraid to witness to the love of Jesus with boldness, publicly, even if that gets you into trouble. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially today we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all the gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for people in places who are struggling with violence in their communities, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for those who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else and for who else are we praying today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.